2: into the Rory Sauter Show. Happy Thursday. It is a pleasure to be with all of you. I am back. I have missed you all. It's been a week since I have been on the air last. Uh, There has been some technical difficulties with our network and uh, we have Got it all figured out now, so uh, that is a positive and good thing. Um, as always, I want to thank um, all our amazing guests last week, and all of our sponsors, all of our audience, and uh, you know, all of my amazing co-hosts. You guys are all fantastic. And uh, like I said, all every episode, like I say, every episode, you can find our. Uh, podcast and show on like 30 or 40 different platforms. We're all over online. Uh, we're now downloadable in 18 different countries. So, guys, so this is really big. This is moving and growing way further than I anticipated, and I appreciate all of you for it. Um, obviously, you know, in the last week, there has been a lot that has gone on. Um, you know, since, I, since I've been on the air last, and we will get to a lot of these topics tonight and strongly address them. Um, much breaking news. I, uh, you know, do want to start by saying uh, tonight's show, we will have popular talk show host, entrepreneur, political activist, and freedom fighter, Will Johnson, will be calling in. Uh, we will be having economist, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, writer for Town Hall, Newsmax, Lazette and a professor of finance at Stockton University, Dr. Michael Bussler will be calling in. We now have on the line uh, one of our special guests, a great friend of the show, oil and natural gas investor, foreign policy analyst, businessman, motivational speaker, radical Islam expert, and a contributor to Daily Caller, Clash Daily, Live Zet, Daily Surge, and The Hill, Mr. Dan Perkins. How are you, man?
3: I'm fine, thank you, and, and welcome. I'm glad to be back on the air with you. I missed you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I missed you, too. And we also, uh, you know, if all goes planned, I we will be having Al-Qaeda escapee uh, and ISIS escapee, um, um, IQ Al-Razuli uh, will be calling in. So, um, you know, and also leaders of Blacks for Trump and uh, Valerie Greenfield, uh, who used to work for Ronald Reagan, will be calling in shortly, uh, one of my co-hosts, as always um so dan let's get let's get to the one of the main things obviously I want to start out with is you know the calling out the pure act of evil uh by the shooting at the synagogue um this past um, this past weekend, and I, I do want to roll right. the
0: tape uh,
2: uh one, two.
0: As you know, earlier today there was a horrific shooting targeting and killing Jewish Americans at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The shooter is in custody and federal authorities have been dispatched to support state and local police and conduct a full and thorough federal investigation. This wicked act of mass murder is pure evil, hard to believe, and frankly, something that is unimaginable. Our nation and the world are shocked and stunned by the grief. This was an anti-Semitic act. You wouldn't think this would be possible in this day and age, but we just don't seem to learn from the past. Our minds cannot comprehend the cruel hate and the twisted malice that could cause a person to unleash such terrible violence during a baby naming ceremony. This was a baby naming ceremony at a sacred house of worship on the holy day of Sabbath. Anti-Semitism and the widespread persecution of Jews represents one of the ugliest and darkest features of human history. The vile, hate-filled poison of anti-Semitism must be condemned and confronted everywhere and anywhere it appears. There must be no tolerance for anti-Semitism in America or for any form of religious or racial hatred or prejudice. You know that. You know that very well. You know that very well. You're outstanding people. You were brought up incredibly by outstanding parents in most cases. And I just want to thank you for your understanding. Because today, with one unified voice we condemn the historic evil of anti Semitism and every other form of evil, and unfortunately evil comes in many forms, and we come together as one American people. I have just spoken. Go ahead, we should we should God, they love him. I have just spoken with the mayor of Pittsburgh, Bill Peduto, terrific guy. And with the governor of Pennsylvania, who I have been dealing with quite a bit lately on the hurricanes and other things, Tom Wolf, two terrific people to assure the full and complete resources of my administration in the investigation of this attack we are praying for the families of the victims and our hearts go out to the wounded law enforcement officers in pittsburgh very badly wounded and very brave the results and the facts will be put out very shortly but these were very brave officers these are incredible people of law enforcement and law enforcement does so much for us so much for us so
2: dan let's let's get to you know i want to i want to talk in depth about this um but first of all what what are your thoughts because you and i talked about this earlier today and we right. discussed how, how the media, um, you know, barely gave this any coverage, especially on the on the left, because this guy was was an a- anti-Trump supporter, uh, and he and mm-hmm. he hated Trump. But but there were also certain people on the left that were blaming this on Trump, but and that has no merit considering the fact that this guy hated Trump. So I mean, you have you have two you have two parts of, of the left wing media people that barely covered it go on the left wing media that blamed it on Trump so i mean and then you have these people that are absolutely going nuts and you know it, it, it's just one thing after the other i mean we we are a it, it's a scary time right now
3: what what uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to respond um i I thought about this a lot. I've done a lot of interviews on this shooting in the last week. Um, <clears throat> and um, I, I listened to the president's speech more than once, uh, which you just played. And what is disturbing to me, Rory, is <clears throat> here we have a shooting uh, and killing of 11 people and, and injured police officers in the line of duty to try and protect people. And within literally hours, the left turned this into an attack against Donald Trump. Right. They took human life. They talked they took the destruction of human life and tried to blame it on Donald Trump. And yeah. later in the week when he announced that he was going to pitch to, to present his condolences to the families and to the members of the congregation, and to visit the, the injured policeman in the hospital, there was, quote, an outcry, supposedly from the congregation. And the rabbi, who was, in fact, conducting the naming service, who was the principal rabbi, rabbi for this synagogue, was, being, was interviewed. And he said, some very, to me, what were very important things. First, he said, Donald Trump is my president, and my president is welcome at this synagogue any time he wants to come
2: exactly exactly and he, now, told he that, said that he told He's... that to CNN, he told that to CNN and you know it, it was kind of it caught CNN off guard because CNN was making this and, and these left wing media outlets were making this about Trump and politics just like they always do i mean we see with right. any sort of horrific tragedy the first thing a lot of these left wing people do is blame trump but keep going sorry
3: that 's okay, so so what happened was um, the rabbi was later interviewed a little later in the week, and he was talking about the messages, the emails that he got, and he said, what disturbed him about the emails of the people who were complaining about Donald Trump coming to the synagogue was the hatred that was in the emails and he reiterated that the president is his president and he is welcome to come along with the first lady whenever he wants to visit. So Mm -hmm. again, the left was going bonkers because the rabbi now um, I'm going to, I'm going to go off the deep end a little bit, Roy, but I'll make it brief. I won't go too, too deep. Uh, I have studied, the the what i consider to be one of the greatest conundrums in america and that is how can the jewish people support unbelievable liberal causes
2: and yeah and oh well and i I've, love i love the route, i love the route you're going down but real quick i've been saying yeah. this since day 1 is that the you know majority of jewish people in this country are liberal. I would probably say it's 70%. I think that's a fair number. But let, let let's be honest about this. They are practicing and believing in the same ideology like the Bernie Sanders types that killed millions of their people. So it basically contradicts and it's totally hypocritical uh, for for these voters and they're so ignorant.
3: But it's it's uh, I'm I'm going to slightly disagree with you. Because I believe. So, so you're, dis- you're disagreeing this...
2: with me. You're disagreeing with me that that well, uh, ideology killed millions of their people.
3: Oh no no no! I'm not saying that that. I I I. What I'm saying is that they're they're ignorant. Uh, you 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 somewhat implied that they were either didn't were not aware, didn't care, or weren't concerned about what was going on today. Yet it was the same kind of situation. Is what's caused the Holocaust in Germany. But my point that I want to yeah. make, Roy, is that in my dealings with Jewish people, uh, and my daughter-in-law is one, and and her children, my grandchildren, are Jewish because of their mother's heritage, and and her parents are Jewish, and her brother is Jewish. They're they're liberal. But here's the, here is the the, the greatest conundrum. Why is it that the Jewish people, the liberal Jewish people, will put their politics ahead of their religion and culture? They will disagree uh, on many issues to the extent – I mean, think about the number of Jews, Roy, who protested the fact that the United States government, Donald Trump, wanted to put the American embassy in Jerusalem the jewish people jewish people in the united states protested that it's not because they're jewish is that they're liberal first and their religion and culture and heritage is second so when we saw last week when supposedly that initially we were told that the congregation was flooding the the, the rabbi with all of these objections, and we later found out that many of the people who were sending emails to the rabbi were not members of the congregation, and questionable whether they were even Jewish or not. But what happened was, when the president came, what did the rabbi say after that? He was surprised at how personable and caring he was when he visited the families. And he went to the hospitals, and there right. were—I don't know whether you heard them, because you were down so much last week—but there were audio tapes of President Trump visiting the wounded police officers and members of the congregation in the hospital, and the hospital yep. staff, the patients, yeah, and families.
2: They, yeah, were they gave all, him praise. They like called him out in the hallway yes. and said Trump like cheered him on.
3: Right, and so so. One of the reasons that you're not seeing – you didn't see any of this in the mainstream media is that it doesn't fit their narrative. And so exactly. when when confronted, when confronted with reality, uh, it came off the front pages. Now, let's back up a few days, if I might. And again, we talked about this this afternoon. Having written a book on terrorism and how to convert a suitcase dirty bomb into a weapon of mass destruction – when you look at the, quote, bombs that were sent in the mail, first of all, I have great anger, great anger, about a gentleman on CNN, who I'm not going to even give him the chance to, to give his name, who claimed to be a presidential historian. And he compared the bombs to the Lincoln assassination. And yep. I was so outraged at that because I, I've i been studying history all of my adult life. I'm in the process of writing a novel on Abraham Lincoln right now. And I looked at that and I said, wait a minute, how can you compare what this particular person did to the fact that that John Wilkes Booth put together a team of assassins who were intended on killing the president, the vice president, and the secretary of state to eliminate the chain of succession in the United States government however let me go on to say to you that as somebody who I'm not a bomb expert but as somebody who studied how to put things together let me talk about these quote bombs and I said to you I had a a, a show that I'm on every week almost every week out of Chicago and I I love the man he's a black man and I call him we call each other brothers from a different mother and and I had to call him out last week because he used the word bombing. And I said, Charles, there were no bombing. There weren't really any bombs because if you know, and, and the vast majority of Americans don't know anything about bombs, but in essence what happened, if you're going to build a, quote, pipe bomb, which these were referred to as pipe bombs, right. you need a resistance. And that's why the pipe bomb bombs are made out of either Galvanized steel or cold steel pipes because you need, when you put your explosive on the inside and when the explosive is detonated, you need to build up the pressure of the explosion so that it turns the pipe into shrapnel along with other things to to create destruction. These bombs were made up of plastic pipe. No resistance whatsoever. Number two you have a detonator and in, and you have a detonator sometimes it has a timer now if you're going to send something in the mail even though you're going to send it express mail you walk into the post office and you say i want to send this express mail to chicago when will it get there and they say two to three days so how the hell do you set a timer for two to three days you can't can't do that but by the way the timers, in all case of all of the bombs, supposed bombs that were collected, none of the timer mechanisms were attached to the pipe bomb. Zero. None. So there was no way in which those devices could have ever exploded because there was no detonator attached to the bomb. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. W- whether there is were other people in, involved in this or not, whether this was a distraction that was encouraged or propagated by the Democratic Party, I don't know, in order to try and change the momentum in the midterm elections. But I know Mary. that n- no no congressman, no ex-president, ex-first lady, none of them were in any danger, even if these were potentially active bombs. Because they went through the mail system, they were sabot- they were ex- they were discovered and sabotaged from being delivered, so that there were nobody was ever in danger, even if they did explode. In terms of the politicians that were supposedly involved, so I like you uh, have grave concerns that we don't have all of the story because it happened so quickly and the and the the narrative was. They got him based on a thumbprint that was on one of the packages or one of the bombs, and he's because of his criminal history, he was in the he was in that the database system, um, and and so but the shooting last Saturday, and the bombs have disappeared off the headlines, because they're no longer relative yeah. or valuable. Yeah.
2: and I'm gonna to the, to the quick, left.
1: I'll,
2: yeah, oh, you're absolutely right, and and I want to play this clip. Um, you know, tr- Trump condemning the whole bombing situation and saying we must unify. And, uh, you know, then he's confronted about, you know, this guy was one of his supporters. But, and I also want to go into detail in a second about, you know, how this story with this bomber, uh, it just doesn't add up. It just doesn't add up. It, mm-hmm. it, there's so many uh, unanswered questions, just like Vegas. But um, let's play this clip real quick, one for
0: I'd like to begin today's remarks by providing an update on the packages and devices that have been mailed to high-profile figures throughout our country and a media organization. I am pleased to inform you that law enforcement has apprehended the suspect and taken him into custody. an incredible job by law enforcement we've carried out a far-reaching federal state and local investigation to find the person or persons responsible for these events these terrorizing acts are despicable and have no place in our country no place i've instructed authorities to spare no resource or expense in finding those responsible and bringing them to swift and certain justice. And we will prosecute them, him, her, whoever it may be, to the fullest extent of the law. We must never allow political violence to take root in America. Cannot let it happen. And I'm committed to doing everything in my power as president to stop it. And to stop it now. To stop it now. I have just concluded a briefing with the Department of Justice following the apprehension of the suspect. I want to applaud the FBI Secret Service Department of Justice, the US. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, the NYPD, and all law enforcement throughout the entire country, incredible partners. These people have worked so hard, and to have done it so quickly, it's looking like a uh, you're looking it's a needle in a haystack. How do you do this so quickly? They've done an incredible, incredible job, and I want to congratulate them. <laughs> But the bottom line is that Americans must unify and we must show the world that we are united together in peace and love and harmony as fellow American citizens. There is no country like our country. And every day we are showing the world just how truly great we are.
2: So, you know, you know, let's I want to play this uh, this other clip where you have the media confronting Trump about this bombing the bombing suspect being a supporter of his. And we knew the left-wing media was gonna twist this like crazy. Um, two, seven.
0: I just want to compliment law enforcement for having done an incredible job. Uh, the FBI, Secret Service, so many. I mean, they just got together and did a fantastic job, like finding a needle in a haystack So I want to congratulate them. As you know, I think everybody wants to congratulate them. Uh, But they did a fantastic job. I'm going to North Carolina right now. It's raining, so if you don't mind, I'll step out of the rain. But uh, I really, we're very proud of law enforcement. I did not. I did not see my face in the van. I don't know. I heard he was a uh, person that, preferred me over others, but I did not see that. Does
1: that you at all?
0: No, not at all. No, I mean, not at all. No, that's uh, that. There's no blame. There's no anything. Uh, if you look at what happened to Steve Scalise, that was from a supporter of a different party. Uh, if you look at what happened to numerous of these incidents, they were supporters of others. No. I'm just really proud of law enforcement. I think they did an incredible job. And I will see you in North Carolina.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I think that they were running a great campaign. People love what we're doing. They love what we're saying. The Republicans had tremendous momentum. And then, of course, this happened where all that you people talked about was that. And rightfully so. It was a big thing. Rightfully so. But... Now we have to start the momentum again. I think the Republicans have tremendous momentum. When you think of Judge Kavanaugh, when you think of all the things that have happened, and hopefully we're going to go on to a great victory. We have a lot of Senate races where we're leading, races that frankly were going to be uncontested. It looks like we're leading a lot of those races. Uh, The House is, there are a lot of people in the House, so we're going to see how that goes, but I think we're doing very well in the House. Uh, if they wanted me to but I think we'll probably pass thank you very much well I think I've been toned down you want to know the truth I could really tone it up uh, because as you know the media has been extremely unfair to me and to the Republican Party I think the media has been very very unfair in terms of the Republican Party and the way it's been covered and uh, they understand that They write articles about that. Many of them admit that. But the media has been unbelievably unfair to Republicans, conservatives, and and certainly to me. But with all of that being said, we're winning. So I like that. Thank you very much. Thank you.
2: All right. I do have a lot of thoughts about that. Dan, um, I do want to welcome our next special guest, though, and we we are going to talk about this. Economist, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, writer for Town Hall, Newsmax, Live and a professor of finance at Stockton University in New Jersey, Dr. Michael Busler. How are you, sir?
4: I'm doing well, Rory. Uh, my pleasure to be here. I just got on. I caught the end of that uh, tape you were playing from the president, and he still seems very optimistic as he's going on this uh, last campaign blitz. Uh, and he's right, too, yeah. that um, he's got to rev up the Republican um, momentum, which has been tripped up a little there, there by uh, events. Um, but he's gone off, and uh, every one of his rallies looks like he's drawing huge crowds and bringing back a lot of that enthusiasm.
2: Yeah, and you know, to be honest with you, we've never, ever even seen a fraction of the fan base he has in political history. I mean, he created a a brand-new revolution and group of supporters like never seen before. I mean, I have, I mean, he fills up NFL stadiums, NBA arenas this guy's unbelievable. I mean this is this is an incredible time to be alive um, but going going to my thoughts I, I want to speak on this bombing situation you know there's a lot of red flags, there's a lot of unanswered questions and Dan, you and I were discussing this earlier on the phone um, earlier today, you know first of all. Uh, it's, it's kind of weird and odd. This guy, uh, you know, first of all, the, immediately, one of the first things they said is, he's a Trump supporter. He's a Trump supporter. Um, and he was arrested on Hillary Clinton's birthday in uh, the same county of the crooked sheriff, Scott Israel, who we all know from the Parkland shooting, who uh, told his deputies not to go into school. And... If you look at the van of this guy, the suspect, the stickers are on there perfectly. There's not a scratch or anything uh, out of order. And this guy's driving around Florida, the sun uh, shining on it. And, you know, he had Trump basically decorated on his whole entire car. You'd think somebody would vandalize it. And even people that work at professional body shops, Uh, say there's no way that those stickers could have looked like that in perfect condition unless they were put on 24 hours before. And you know what? Those stickers and all that decoration was on there for over a month. So you're telling me that, I mean, this is so suspicious in so many different ways. To me, this is another kind of situation, you know, where I say the government lies to us. There's something not right here. Uh, This guy seems like a fall guy. Yes, you know, I know he had a past. This guy was a little crazy, but there's too many uh, red flags. I mean, it's so easy to blame a guy like this that has a a record or a history. And, you know, even even if he is innocent in in this situation, I just don't know. I mean, and right away, within a few days, I mean, it's just – it's so – odd. and why, you know – Just the people he was targeting and how he was getting it in the mail and how it was so perfectly planned, I don't think this guy acted alone. There's no way. And I don't even know if he – I mean, people have to understand this. And, And people are too naive and people are too blindsided and oblivious that the government lies to us. They've been doing it for years. I don't know if they are in this particular situation, there's just a lot, a, a lot of red
3: flags. Um, Dan, your thoughts. Well, thank you. Uh, I agree with you, but I, if, if you don't mind, I I, I want to stay on point, but I want to. Here it comes, Roy. I want to go a, a little bit different direction, and I would like yeah. to ask the professor. I would like to ask the professor a question. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Yeah, when you talked about the 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 two your reaction to the video, you used the words that the Republicans may have lost some momentum because of the events of the week. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, Professor, are you saying that the Democrats gained off of the bombing and the shooting? Of and killing of eleven people,
4: uh, because yeah, if I you think follow they did the line, oh, yeah, yeah,
3: they, they, they. So you're saying that the Democrats benefited from the 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 fake bombs and the murder of eleven people and the wounding of many more. That the, it was to the Democrats' benefit for that to happen.
4: Yeah. Now, I'm not saying the Democrats necessarily had anything to do with it. I'm not blaming – they may have, but I'm not saying that they they did. All I'm saying is the way the Democrats and the media spun all that ended up to be uh, more to their benefit and somewhat to the detriment of the Republican Party. Look, uh, when the president went to Pittsburgh, there were a lot of uh, good scenes they could have shown on – the news. There was a lot of people, including the rabbi of the synagogue, that welcomed the president while these people were grieving. But instead, the media moved down the street a block where there was a protest, and all they put on the TV was, uh, "We really don't want you here." People saying that, and uh, the Democrats said, "Look, here's the president again, dividing the country." Uh, the the president, rightfully so, paid his. Uh, respects to a, a, a true tragedy. But while he was doing that, um, he was off of the campaigning. Um, and the Democrats were able to use that to um, their advantage. The same thing with the, the bomber. You know, somehow it's Trump's fault. And, um, you know, even though it's a ridiculous claim and uh, anybody that's really sane is certainly not even going to give it a second thought, uh, the media does pick it up. Um, and when that happens, it uh, somewhat uh, changes momentum a little bit. I will say, though, that President Trump is right back on point. He's having these these big rallies. He's got a number scheduled between now and um, Monday, and uh, um, uh, the, the way I, I see the election coming, I think still the Republicans will pick up their momentum. My original forecast uh, always was they hold the House and they get – 56, 57, maybe 58 senators. um, I'm still sticking to that forecast. I think um, what's going to happen is the um, Republicans are going to come out strong and vote Republicans. The Democrats are going to come out strong and vote for the Democrats. Hardly any of these candidates has over 50% in any poll, which means there's still 4, 5, 6, 8, 10% undecided. And I think, President Trump, uh, in the next four or five days, um, will get the momentum back to the Republicans uh, and get people uh, more enthused. And I think this group of independents, um, even though the polls indicate they all have a slight majority to the Democrat, according to polls, I think when they get into the voting booth, the majority of these um, independents are going to end up voting Republican. And I think the reason is... Um, Although there's a lot of things you think about when deciding uh, which candidate to vote for, some issues are important, uh, some are a little less important, and, of course, the parties try to uh, play to what they believe are the important issues. Um, I think when it comes down to it, it's just like uh, what James Carvell told uh, Bill Clinton in 92, if you want to win, it's the economy. Uh, So I think some of these undecided – Exactly. I was trying to be, uh, you know, uh, a a little less uh, coarse and I kept the stupid out, but you're right. Uh, So, so, but I think when, when these independents uh, get into the voting booth, um, I think the most important thing to most people is your job and your job security. And there's gotta be a a huge number of people in the country uh, in the last two years that have felt much better about the job they have, sure they are in that job. And I think when I get in there, uh, when I get into the voting booth, um, they're going to say, you know, I, I know all these things about health care and immigration, all these things, but I really need to keep the economy going so my job is still there. And I think many of those independents will end up pulling the Republican lever. And I still think we hold the House and we end up with 56, 57-ish senators.
3: Um, Roy, I forgot to tell you this afternoon. Go ahead. The commercial we talked we, the commercial we talked about that we produced for the campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it picked up. It got picked up again. Eighteen spots, starting tomorrow through election day, in two hundred and eighty no markets way. across the country. Yep, picked up again. No, so wow, but. But but I want to go back to the to the professor because I I, I I'm, I'm not, I agree with you because that's the spot that I produced pull a lever if you're better off today than you were two years ago vote Republican if not vote for somebody else
4: that's the message that's in the, that's in the, the commercial. message Dan. that that's I know the I know, I know the, it's the resonate yeah I'm not try
3: I'm not trying to hammer you I just I I think it's it, 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 it's an extremely important point for the first time in the history of our country we have had the largest massacre of Jewish people in on American soil than we've ever had and you're Thank saying you. and I'm not saying you you're, you're wrong I'm just saying what you're saying is that the Democrats gained some momentum off of the death of 11 Jewish people in a synagogue And that's, in my opinion, that's sick. Not that you're sick, but that that the Democrats (laughs) have stepped so low that they try and politicize the murder of 11 people in a synagogue on a naming day for a, a small baby and four policemen who were seriously injured. The Democrats try to turn that to their advantage. And that's despicable in my mind and it's very it says it says volumes about the moral integrity of the of the media and the democrats that they will use the murder the largest murder of jewish people in the united states on our soil in history for their political gain
4: i have to tell you dan i i agree with you completely that that they would stoop so low but Their their goal is they want to win at any cost. And any time there's any chance to gain some political points, uh, they put their sense of morality in their top drawer, and they just go out and do what they have to do to gain some points. Uh, Nancy Pelosi says they've already won the House, and she's already got Mm -hmm. Maxine Waters and Adam Schiff and everybody picked for committees. (laughs) Uh, So she's pretty sure this is going to – be in their 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 win column uh, and they'll do anything that they can to to make sure that ha- that happens you even have claire mccaskill mccaskill now uh, starting to say she's going to be a republican if you end up voting for her she's going to start supporting trump and even though she voted against uh both supreme court nominations and the tax cut that uh you know trump is right i'm going to stick with him on the immigration i'm going to start thinking more like trump um so they'll say it appears that they, their goal is to to win. Uh, and uh, whatever they have to say to do that, uh, th- they'll say, you know, what What I really hope happens. Um, I don't know if this will happen, but what I really hope happens is the Republicans are even more successful uh, in the Senate and, and the House than even our optimistic projections. And at that point, the Democrats start to look at themselves and say, You know, in Congress, we we got hurt in 2010. We had a very popular uh, president, personally popular president in 2012. So we did okay. But then we got shellacked in 2014. We got shellacked in 2016. And if we get shellacked again in 2018, you know, they've got to start looking at themselves and saying this leftist view, this socialist view and this uh, gotcha politics uh, isn't winning for us. Uh, so maybe we need to bring back the, you know, the John Kennedy type Democrats. Um, I remember when Kennedy was sworn into office and and he said, you know, uh, ask not what your country can do for you ask what you can do for your country. country. Uh, Yeah. And that's 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 the the Democrat. We need to come back. And I hope after this annihilation next week, which I hope happens, the Democrats yeah. start coming to their senses because we really need a healthy two-party system, a held-off party I wanna, system.
2: Yeah, yeah. Real quick, well, I just want to say something, Doctor Bustler. I'm gra- I'm glad you brought up Kennedy because I've said many times on the show the last good Democrat, you know, that they ever had was John F. John F. Kennedy. He was a conservative Democrat and he was for the people. I mean, if he was alive today, he would be aligning with Trump. He would not. Resignate with the current Left wing communist democratic party That currently stands
4: Yeah you know That's that's exactly right In fact Trump modeled his tax cut After what Kennedy and eventually Johnson did And Reagan sort of emulated The same thing You're right Um, If Kennedy Kennedy was able to find a nice balance Between uh, being Sensible and at least And caring somewhat for And caring for the people too yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I, uh, Roy, I wanted to just to make one more point. Um,
4: yeah, go ahead,
3: I, me. I had, I had written, written and I talked to you on this program that my greatest concern was that what Dr. Butler is talking about is true, that the, the, that not only does the blue wave not happen, but the Republicans retain the house and, and, and yep. gain,
2: and seats they to the Senate. gain
3: more, they gain more seats. And what, what the ramification is, this is where I would disagree with the doctor. I don't think the Democrats can ever go back to the middle. I don't think that's possible. So what I think I, is going to happen – Here's
2: what, what I say. To, here's real quick. I really strongly think and, – and I just want to cut in for a second, uh, Dan. I agree in the sense that they have left the moderates hanging so badly that the moderates have – Left in packs from the Democratic Party, and I don't see how they could gain their voters back unless they tried really, really, really hard. I mean, there are so many Democrats going to Trump, even though they don't agree with everything he does. They're they're thinking to themselves, "This is a whole lot better than communism." But go ahead, sorry.
3: So that the the, the my what I want to say is to reemphasize what I said in the article that I did some time ago my greatest fear is that the doctor is correct that we get a not only a we don't get a blue wave we get a red wave that they get more seats in the house bigger number of seats in the senate because i honestly believe that people will die that if we yep. look at the yep. anger that came out after donald trump was elected if the yep. if the democrats if the democrats lose the House, and lose more seats in the House, and they lose the Senate, I'm telling you that I believe the radical left will go on a killing spree, and they're going to kill Republicans.
2: Well, well, we've we've seen the harassing in restaurants. We've seen the vandalism. We've seen the burning of cars. We've seen them take out their weapons. I mean, and we've seen them assault people on several occasions. And Antifa is one of many who will start the war and start, you start this crap. And you know, this is dangerous. This is dangerous territory, but I will tell you, if a liberal, you know, if they really want to go to war with conservatives, uh, I think that would be a bad move on their part because conservative voters are a thousand and a million times tougher than a liberal will ever be. Liberals have no balls. Um, Excuse my French, but um, they're 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 soy boys. They're they, they don't have any backbones. They're spineless people. So I you know they they right. they'll run away. I mean you you you. It, here's the thing about conservatives, is that we are professional about things. We don't fight unless we have to. Liberals are so hostile and angry they'll fight no matter what. I mean these people are insane. But when we mm-hmm. do, when conservatives have to defend themselves, I'll tell you liberals do not want to see. Uh, you know what 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 we do because we are uh, the toughest of the toughest people, and I can tell you that firsthand because we've seen how liberal men act and how liberal women act. They are the weakest of the weak. Sorry,
3: go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, sir. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm i I again. I don't think that the Democrats can come back
1: because,
3: and and I I we talked about this, uh, yeah, and and I took a lot of grief. Uh, but if you continue to watch the headlines, who's talking about coming back to running for president? And I said it's, it's Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. <laughs> yep. And I know that you were really upset with me when I made that projection months and months ago. But everybody's yep. coming back to where I said. But I don't be- I don't believe that – and the piece I just wrote says that the Democrats If, if – if, I'm going to give you two people, Camilla Harris yep. – and Spartacus, Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Yeah. If the Republicans well, take the assaulted.
2: house, hey, well, why isn't the media talking about Cory Booker uh, uh, trying to harass the guy uh, in the bathroom? I mean, he basically forced the guy, uh, tried to force the guy to give him moral sex. I mean, and the media tried to cover this up. And everybody knows Cory Booker's a Fruit Loop, but you know, I, right. I this is just one of those situations that if a Republican did this, it would be headline news
1: everywhere.
3: Right, but but follow this logic. Uh, I would love to hear right. what, the, what the professor right. has to say. Right. If the Republicans win the House, whether they take even more is irrelevant. If they win the House, get a greater majority yes. in the Senate, then if I'm Kamala Harris or I am Ugh. Cory Booker or I am Pocahontas, Ugh. Do I really wa- do I really want to go in 2020 against Donald Trump and be a Walter Mondale and get a- wait, wait wait let me finish Roy and get my ass kicked 49 to one
2: member Reagan or, won 49 or states versus versus Walter Mondale member
3: right he, he he got he got his home state and the district that was all he got he got one state but my point is why would those why would those people want to become the sacrificial lamb to go run against Trump knowing that they got their ass kicked in 2018 and why would they want to waste their political capital to be tagged as a loser? So what are they going to do? If, if the professor's right, they're going to walk away from the nomination right after the right. election or very after the right. first of the year
4: and who's yeah. left?
3: Who's left is Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, jeez, Creepy Joe. And Creepy they're, gonna joke. Be, they're going to be the sacrificial lambs so that the next generation of Democrats can have a chance to try and run in 2024. I would not, if I were Cory Booker, Camilla Harris, Pocahontas, I would not bet that I could beat Donald Trump in 2020 especially if the Republicans get control of the House and continue continue the control of the Senate in 2018, because they'll probably even lose more seats in 2020, why would you want to bet your career that you could probably topple him when we saw what happened when Reagan ran and he destroyed Walter Mondale? So I'm saying because of that, Professor, there's no way for them to go back. There's no way for the Democratic party to go back to the middle of the road with john kennedy it can't happen
4: well i'll tell you dan that uh, explanation makes a lot of sense um I, I hope it doesn't come out that way but it uh, it certainly has a strong possibility i just thought that after all these losses i i, I thought that although i don't agree with the democrats on 99 percent of what they say i thought they're fairly well educated and intelligent people enough to to know that, hey, this message we're coming up with is not resonating. Uh, You know, that we we, we thought this uh, one single payer health care and we thought uh, open borders um, and uh, we thought all of our uh, more what they call progressive policies are what people wanted. But based on the last four or five congressional elections, it's not what people want. So, uh, just because if they do want to get back in power, they're going to have to come up with some with some better ideas uh, is what I was hoping to so Doctor, let me happen. ask you a
3: quick question. Let me ask you a quick question. Do you believe, based on what you have seen and read, that Hillary Clinton admitted that the loss of the presidential election in 2016 rests solely on her shoulders? Do I think she believes that? Yes. Do you think she believes that she's responsible for the loss?
4: No. I don't think yeah. she believes she's so responsible. She, I, it was, I, agree, uh,
3: I agree with you. Yeah. So if, if she doesn't believe the loss was her responsibility, then why would the other Democrats believe that 2012, 2014, and 2016 was their fault? Because well, they believe it's uh, yeah. deplorable, the white males and the white women who voted against them who are idiots and have no intelligence. They are unwilling to accept the possibility that they were wrong in what they were trying to convince the American people. And they still, I believe to this day, still think that way. I'm telling you, if they lose the House and lose control of the ho- and don't get control of the House – They will not claim it to be their responsibility. They will blame it on white males and white women
2: who are racist. Hey, real quick, I want to get leaders of Black for Trump. What's your thoughts on all this, homie? Well, my thoughts on all of this is everybody is
5: sadly missing exactly what the Democrats are doing. They're dog-whistling the independents. They don't care what you think. They don't care about your analysis. They know that white European Gentiles make up 74% of the electorate, and they're split half and half yeah.
1: Republican yeah. Independent. Yeah. and
5: Independent. Yeah. And in unity, the Republicans and independents cannot possibly lose an election. So what do they do? They dog whistle and have you running all over here talking about this and talking about that. And all they use is one word, racist, because they know that that word crushes The independents And white Republicans don't forget That they're racist because they're saying We fought to free you But the independents on the other hand They are bleeding heart And they also fear black people Because they think it's going to be a race war And they don't want that because they fear that Because they think God is going to punish them I know because they tell this to me On my radio station all the time And then they, and they also They are trying to apologize to black people what is perceived as um, racism and what black people went through as slavery, and they feel bad. So the only way to win against them, because right now our Republican brothers have forgotten that the independents joined them in this last election and actually helped them win. And the reason they helped them, Is because Trump used what Jesus used To when Jesus said Go out to the highways and the byways And invite everybody The good and the evil, the weak, the sick and the lame Trump did that He had Steve Bannon He got all of the alt-right and all of those people And he he himself Got the regular deplorables And all our good white brothers And then on the left he had blacks for Trump We're very few in number But we made the independents feel good and confident right. them, and they were happy to see us. I know because they cried when they saw us. And they said they were independent or they were going to vote for Hillary, you know, but now that you're here, we know that we can go ahead and make America great. Even Trump said to me one time, son, mm-hmm. you gave the deplorables permission to go ahead and vote for me and make America great. So now what they're doing is in their quest to win, they're coming down with great wrath to make the independence feel like it's getting ready to be an imminent race war. And so now they're scared again. And they have taught Trump and our good Republican brothers into believing what Romney believed. Because I asked Romney, he said, let me stand with you. They called you the man who said 47%. You can win if I just stand up there and say, Republican, I'm not racist. Went to 13 states. He didn't use me. He lost same with McCain. He said he don't want little black, boys, little black boys like me to help him. Okay, so you lose. Bush didn't do that. He won because I stood with him. Now, it is not about me. It's about the regular black guy. Because Kanye West and um, um, Allen West and uh, Ben Carson and all of them, Real,
2: real quick, them. Jay, Lee, Michael, real quick, I want to say something really important. And you should be very proud of this because you are the leaders of Blacks for Trump and you have done so much activism work and you have got, done so much. You've traveled all over the country. You've inspired people. You've influenced people in the inner cities to you know uh, think for themselves and be free thinkers. As of the other day, there is a new poll out Blacks for Trump support 40%. So Trump has 40% of black support now. This is absolutely huge and so exciting. <laughs> hey, serious.
1: It's huge.
2: You know, it's one of those things, though, and I will tell you, and you have to understand this for a second, is that the Democrats need 85% of the black vote nationally to win races? They are completely screwed right now. I mean, I think Trump. I, bro, I, don't, I think the closest Rory. Republican uh, that got this kind of black support, I think it was like under 20%. Trump is now at 40% with black support. I mean, this is unbelievable. Say, Rory, Rory. Real quick, though, real secret. quick. Listen to this this real quick. Listen to this. It's a huge blow to Democrats because Democrats count on this black vote. The black vote and the minority vote is what they depend on. And Trump has totally uh, taken way more uh, away from them than they could ever get back. I mean, you know, once he took 20 percent – you yeah. have to, you have to hear me or we could lose. I'm what I'm trying to say No, tell real you real quick though, people. real quick, you have to understand. Once he took even twenty percent of that black vote, the Democrats were screwed. He's now at double that. Nope. He's now at forty percent of the black vote. Okay. That is absolutely me, dominating.
5: And I agree with you, but let me say this and then you can respond to it. What I'm saying is record to you, high. Black record high, man. Go ahead though. Black people only make up 13% of the population. They can't win or lose an election. What has to happen is the fearful thing is the independents and the millennials and the never-trumpsters who are all apologizing to black people. What you got to do is the Bible says the way we win is Revelations 11:8 through 13. And when they see the two brethren stand together in unity, the people will rejoice and a great fear would fall upon the heathen because they know that God is on his way to reign. So what I'm really telling you is that nothing is going to work other than we are seen together in unity. You understand? Once the world sees us together in unity, the the independents will abandon the Republicans because they don't have to fear us. They only fear the black guys like me who are oppressed And who have gone to jail and those who are seeking to make something out of themselves, they don't fear the other ones. The ones they fear and the ones that they are hurt about is the regular oppressed, working-class slave black man. And they will flip out the way they did the last time with Trump. We cannot go against Trump's winning plan. He won the way Cyrus won. If you read the history of Cyrus, the way he won If some Hebrews came out to fight against I know him this
2: wait, wait, Mike. Michael, I know this I this know first. this.
5: Story. Let, me, let, me finish, let me finish let me finish let me finish this. Some Hebrews came out and he helped to fight against Cyrus and the guys who were for Cyrus taking over, killed Belshazzar and then told Caesar, I mean Cyrus how to go up under the wall instead of trying to go through an impervious wall and got the Babylonians drunk so that they can come through and and conquer them. In other words, they helped them as they did Alexander the Great. They told them exactly what to do to beat the Persians. But I'm telling you, I am telling you exactly what to do to beat them. This is an election. We cannot depend on the black vote. We can only depend on the independent seeing the black people love their brothers, the white Republicans, who are our emancipators. So if you don't no. see that, if they don't have yeah. enough sense to see that, I'm not saying we're going to lose, but we shouldn't even be close. If we have the independence, yeah. all it takes yeah. for the independence to see is that we're with them. What they do, right. they dog whip the Republicans into yeah. thinking that right. showing me we're criminals. Hillary right. right. is a criminal. Yeah. Hillary yeah. is You're a criminal. All. Why are right. you worried right. about them calling us criminals even when we're not even, we were found innocent? Yet they okay. will well, to, to step away from showing Trump with blacks for Trump. The regular guys; these are the people that God wants to unify. He said it's time for the two brethren to unify, and they won't unify until the sons of perdition are revealed. And the way we reveal them is to show that these people are dividing and conquer. They'll read Mark chapter three, and you'll see that if they can divide and conquer us they will win the election or possibly we'll possibly win but it'll be difficult and if we lose then Trump will be punished with seven years of being a beast in the field which is the time he has.
1: because
5: that's what happened to (laughs) he didn't acknowledge us and he was punished by God for seven years to bring the field as a beast we don't have time we cannot leave Trump by himself you have to get people out there let them know you get all those crowds all you want, but those are the people who already love you. They're the same people that would have voted for you in the first place. We have to get the
2: independence now. You can go ahead and tell me what you want to say. So here, so here's what I'm what I'm about to say, and we got we you know this 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 is a big thing right now, is that, you know we we have President Trump is now at a 50 percent approval overall rating. This is six percentage points more than Barack Obama at this point uh, during his presidency. So Trump is b- b- broke Obama's record. And, you know, obviously we know the percentage point, uh, you know, they say, Trump, uh, you know, is ahead by six percentage points at this point in his presidency, but that's from a, a biased liberal poll. So we know it's a lot more than that, obviously. Um, but But the fact is, you know, let, let, let's face it. I mean, the 40% of the black support is absolutely uh, incredible. I mean, you know, and Michael, just to correct you real quick, I, when, I, when I mentioned that Trump has 40% of the black support, do, you got to understand that when the Democrats, you know, get votes, they, they count on the minorities. And when you have Trump right. taking away 40% of that, the Democrats don't have a prayer. The Democrats need at least 85% nationally of of the black vote in order to win elections. That is a known You're fact. You're right. So if,
5: they that, the they, if they scare the independents and they flee to the other side, that's our ass. And so the right. only hope of stopping that They got to see it. They don't believe the polls like you don't believe the polls. You don't believe the polls when it's going bad for you, so they don't believe it either. They have to see. The scripture tells you, don't try to figure out stuff. God already gave you the remedy. He said, when they see the two brethren in unity, then they will rejoice. That means we will make them happy. What makes, you, what makes you happy, when I go to these rallies, why is it that as soon as the Republicans see us in the line, they Thank start you. crying? Thank you. Oh, my God. I mean, they're thanking us because they feel relieved. You understand? Yeah. You got to understand, it's all about me and you and unity. It's not about nothing else. That's what makes you right. happy. That's why you want me to call in. I, and what trip you I'm not getting paid for any of this. I'm just doing it because I know that God said that the black man and the white man must unify. If we don't unify, right. we are dead. It's, all, it's only three people on the right. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham right. was the third yeah. that was cast out of heaven. We're the two brethren yeah, that very, have to come together and create heaven. If we do not, then my, God, my, God kills everybody.
2: My, Michael, very important question, and I want to get to Dan and Dr. Butler. And I want to get to our other caller who's calling in. But very important question: Kanye flips a week before the election. You know, well, Kanye, I wouldn't say necessarily flips. He just said he's staying out of politics. I don't think this is going to affect anything because we obviously have 40% of the black vote. Um, all most all the Republicans uh, in the Senate as of now are the majority are leading. Uh, their opponents. so we know that the red wave is going to be in the Senate. We're going to pick up seats in the Senate, and we're going to keep majority of the House. I mean, there is no right. such thing as a blue wave. The Democrats have no logical message. All they want to do is do communism and socialism, and give free handouts, and uh, you know, take away the money from hardworking people and give it to people that don't <laughs> earn it and are lazy. And here's the thing, right? You know, I want to i want to cor- make a correction here and let everybody know uh, something very factual is that you've got to understand that when the Democrats whine and bitch about the rich getting tax cuts, these corporations, you know, they, and, and they know in their minds that the cor- these corporations are giving out thousands and thousands of jobs and improving the economy to all, all these employees, but they, they fill their voters' heads saying, oh, the rich is taking advantage of you. The rich is doing all this terrible thing. No. The rich is creating jobs for all these minorities, for all the black community. I mean, look at all these, look at the black unemployment. Lowest it's ever been. Hispanic unemployment, lowest it's ever been. Asian unemployment, lowest it's ever been. That is because of the tax cuts. That is because these corporations got leverage. They got leniency. They got all of these, you know, things back and regulations cut off that obama had put on them so you know trump had to cut over a thousand obama regulations to create this sort of situation and you know i know i'm a little all over the place but um you know going into these midterms think we dominate i just think our message is way too strong for anybody to overtake it and you know trump proved history wrong and and uh you know when he won the election. And, you know, he proved all the haters wrong. He won by a landslide. Uh, You know, it was pretty much a cakewalk. Hillary, you know, uh, was a big failure, Hillary. And uh, I think the same thing's going to happen in the midterms. You know, you look at the way the Democrats are acting, they're acting the same way uh, that they acted in 2016. The Democrats are acting hostile. They're acting ignorant. They're going out there with their pussy hats. They're going out and protesting. Uh, they want to put um, you know, illegal aliens on universal health care and welfare. They don't want to put American citizens first. And they have gone so far left that there's no moderate left in the Democratic Party. So I just don't see how a blue wave is even logical or a, a reality. I think it's, it's, it's something out of a fantasy land. It, it will never happen. I will bet thousands of dollars that a red wave is coming next Tuesday. Matter of fact, I'm going to, because you know what? I even think the uh, Republicans right now in certain uh, betting polls are the underdogs. So Jesus Christ, but whoa, I just want to yeah, be a great yeah, deal. We should be winning. But, by, we should be winning by
5: a lot. There's no way in the world right. we should be losing when Trump is doing all of these great things. But we, right. the only thing they got is, He's a racist, and right, the
2: man right. is not a damn racist. Right. But the only right, way to do it right. is exactly. you to show it. And you look, at, you, look at, you look at everything we have right now. Stock market is doing phenomenal. All these companies are bringing their jobs and business back to the U.S. People are opening plants for the first time in the U.S. We've created over 4 million jobs since Election Day. We have the lowest black unemployment, lowest Hispanic unemployment lowest Asian unemployment, lowest female unemployment in 65 years. You know, this economic boom and the trade deals are absolutely perfect right now. We see all these foreign countries coming to the table and negotiating with Trump because they know they don't have a choice. They need the USA more than we need them. And that's a fact. And we are completely running the show. Trump is on offense. Trump is doing everything that he's supposed to do as a businessman and do and putting America first. And you you look at this, are you how can you beat this message? How can you beat this revolution? I just don't see it. About and you know, even though racism That's
1: right, only way right. to and be I honest. wanna get I wanna let about, I wanna let other people talk
2: I know, I know, and that's all they've it got. It's anti-Trump rhetoric It's all they have. And we know it's the same thing they did in 2016. Hit, fuck, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. That's their message. And they literally say those words. I mean, they are, and they go out in the streets, and they go protest, and they go nuts, and, 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 they, and they just hold up signs, they attack people. You know, they, ha- they don't want to do anything civilly or cordially. I mean, there there is so but much. But they ignorance. never do it when but, I'm there. Never do it when I'm there because when the
5: black man and the white man is in unity,
2: nobody can right. whoop
5: our ass. Nobody. Right.
1: And if you don't right. and and I wanna cor- I
2: wanna cor- Yeah, and I want to correct the whole Kanye West thing. You know, Kanye West kind of backed out a little bit. He said, I'm staying away from politics the no, other he day. Didn't.
5: He didn't back out. He just backed away from uh, uh, Miss Owens. That's all he backed up yeah, from but I'm told,
2: telling you. From independence told, yeah. does right.
5: not care about Kanye West. He's a rich man. Right. He's not oppressed. Kanye West right. is good for black stars and a few right. black people. But that's not right. what moves the independent. The independents are fearful of the angry, right. oppressed black man who right. who appears to be murdered by yes. white people. That's who yeah, they and are and afraid I of. Gentiles, yeah, and I don't think
2: Republicans yeah. don't fear that. And, and I know that you they know there was it. talk on the there was talk on the news that Kanye West, you know, doing this at the last second may cause some voters in the black community to change their minds, but I don't think so. I don't think this is going to affect anything. Dr. Busler, Ta- what do you think not this change
1: stuff?
5: anybody's mind sir? I just told you you're that. right. You're the right. You're, you're, you're right. About, you saw when they saw a stand with Trump, they died. They have lost all of their ability to call him racist when a few of us blacks stood back there with blacks for Trump. And when they go to my website, it shows how the other people are racist. Trump pointed at me yesterday at the rally. He pointed. You were at, me at the rally in Florida. Florida. Yeah, I was at the rally, and I had a I had I had forty black people in the crowd with blacks for Trump T-shirts on, and 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 I was right in the front with with uh, with eight black people. We had blacks for Trump, male and female And Trump looked down and pointed at me So I know he knows, he said He said, yeah, I don't hear too much about Colin Kaepernick in the NFL no more You know why? Because on my website It explained that Colin Kaepernick Is not a black man He said, I'm, I apologize to black people Because I'm an in East Indian and I'm not actually black yep. And his granddad yep. is from Ghana Who sold us into slavery You said that, you said You said this before
2: yeah, you said this before. We were—I remember this. Yeah, of course. And the audience, yeah, the audience absolutely. remembers. But stay on. We are on a time frame. Stay on, please, Dr. Butler. What are your thoughts on all this stuff?
4: <clears throat> well, you, you know, when uh, Trump was running for president back in 2016, uh, he went to many of the inner cities uh, where a lot of minorities live and where they've been kind of trapped into well, this welfare state. Exactly, He said to them, what do you have to lose? And I think that resonated with a lot of people. And now and we were the first ones
5: uh, you said
4: that, too. Yeah. We and I think it resonated well. With- yeah. And it resonated yeah. well, well with you. And now um, they, they they see that uh, when they vote for Trump, um, how much better off they are in virtually every field. Uh, as you mentioned, the unemployment rate is is the the lowest in history I think for them uh and uh, again, when it gets down to the most basic uh factor when you're trying to determine who to support the 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 what's most important to you to most people is do I have a good job that will give me a secure future and President Trump has given that uh to all Americans, but he's given it. Uh, also to minority groups. Uh, and as a result of that, we say their unemployment rate is uh, as low as as it is. So many more of minorities who really have been locked into this welfare state perhaps for generations. Uh, now they're getting opportunity to earn income to take care of themselves, get their self-esteem back, start to feel good about themselves, about carrying their, their own weight, not having to depend on somebody else. And I think uh, just as Michael was saying, I think you're going to see um, a lot of uh, blacks, whether they're Republican or Democrat or independent, when they get to the voting booth, You know, they're going to look at those uh, economic, at the economics and say, you know, Trump is right. Uh, we are getting better opportunity. He is working on the inner cities. Right. I'm staying with Trump, and I'm staying with the Republicans. Right. But
5: the only Go other
4: ahead, problem Michael.
5: is. Okay, but the only other problem is, you're right, blacks are going to stay with Trump. I guarantee you that, because they're all saying it to me right now. That's not the problem. The problem is, you all have to get to Trump and tell him don't let them deceive him into blocking out the people that people consider real blacks. Because I was in the audience in Arizona, it was, it was five black people sitting up there with me on the scene, ten black stars. Condoleezza Rice all got up on the stage and spoke one minute apiece before Trump came out and stayed on the stage for 10 minutes after he came out. There were 47 black people in the audience all sitting on the side so the cameras couldn't catch him. The event was over the media announced that Michael was the only black man there and the real reason they said that because they consider me a real black man. The black people they put behind them in them suits, they consider them Uncle Tom, they're not oppressed black people that they have to fear. They are broken black people. So what they got to see is a black man that's not assimilating that a black man like Solomon and Hiram of Tyre, they were both kings, one was king of the Gentiles, one was king of Israel. And they both were in the temple in the Holy of Holies And they were both still kings. They both still had their identity. And that's what they are afraid of. The guy who doesn't assimilate but incorporates and comes together in unity. That's what they're afraid of. And that's what
1: they're oppressing
5: right now. That's why they are blocking me off the TV and keeping me from sitting behind Trump at some of the rallies. Trump let me sit behind him in Houston. And they deliberately angered me out of the picture. Because I was sitting behind him, yeah. but not perfectly behind them. and one thing I went right. to with Rory in Arizona McNally doesn't like me. she had me sitting way up high behind him. The other people was despondent who were blacks for Trump who came there to have the black for Trump t-shirt, and when they thought they weren't gonna let him sit behind directly behind him, they were hurt like they felt like you know they don't want us no more. He, he used right. us to right. get to a point and they don't My- want us. And they took all their shirts and everything and denounced me and all kind of stuff, which is cool, yeah. but I don't care about people like me. Right. I only care that, that our deliverer is shown in unity with real yeah. black people. Putting those yeah. suit-wearing people is not going to help. So if they don't and show it, I'm not saying we're going to lose, but my God, there's a chance we can lose it. I don't know how the hell we can even be in a position five days out. To look like we could lose something when Trump is right.
2: doing all this great
5: shit,
2: and we got right. the nerve to be yep. in yep. panic mode is crazy. Yep, well said, Michael. Michael, stay on. Um, Dan, what are your thoughts on this? And, and by the way, I do want to say real quick, you know, with with all the stunt, with all the stuff that's happened in the last couple of weeks, whether it was the the sending the bombs to all these different political figures. Uh, on the Democratic side, or this shooting, or, you know, I just, I have my suspicions on some of this stuff, because there's a lot of unanswered questions, like I said earlier in the show, just like the Vegas shooting, and stuff that, like 9-11, there's stuff that we don't know, and the American government has set stuff up in the past, they've lied to us, I, you know, there's this. that, I'm just, the timing of the caravan, and we have the, I mean, that's all set up by... You know, people like sorrows and dirty people in the government. We know this. This is not. Uh, this is not something that is a. You know, uh, uh, yes, that's a coincidence. I mean, this is. This is just crazy. This is nuts. Um, I just you the know, and it's all. Yep, oh, Dan, go ahead though.
3: Okay, I want to. I want to talk. Uh, I want to answer your question by giving you some more information. Um, <clears throat> I did a commentary that's out for review right now, and I, and I, in the commentary, <clears throat> I go much further than you've gone so far. Uh, if you look at the Democratic Party, uh, the Democratic Party is made up of constituents. Blacks yes. are one constituent, Hispanics are another constituent, and labor is another constituent. You've already spent an enormous amount of time tonight talking about the the growth in the approval rating of Donald Trump in the black community. What you're yeah. not talking about is that in the last 30 days, Donald Trump's approval rating in the Hispanic community has moved 10 percentage points. Number three, wow. Chup, Chupka, the head of the AFL-CIO, the largest labor union in the country, came out about 30 days ago and said that he supports the president and his action on tariffs he supports the president on encouraging factories to reopen and new companies to come to the United States and he also said it would not be with uh, it would not be impossible for the AFL to give serious consideration of supporting the nomination of Donald Trump in 2020 so if you have Three of the major constituencies of the Democratic Party, blacks, Hispanics, and labor. Then I ask the good doctor,
4: what's left in the
3: Democratic Party?
4: Uh, well, you right. certainly whittled it down. And uh, you probably whittled it down enough that uh, the Republicans uh, could should e- easily win. I, I just hope all those things, uh, you know, turn out to be uh, accurate. um. The other thing you said, what's left of the Democratic Party, um, they are encouraging a, a lot of immigrants to come into the country. Uh, and many of them will probably end up in California, where the governor out there will pretty much take care of everything for them. Um, and I believe they're trying to even give the illegal immigrants uh, voting status. Uh, so maybe the Democrats end up getting a big uh, votes from from those people. Doctor the where
3: that's happening is in San Francisco and it's highly restricted to specifically to oh, school board elections in San Francisco and what's interesting is while they've given the the illegal immigrants operative word illegal immigrant parents to participate in school board elections there has been very little turnout of illegal aliens even voting because they, what, what the consensus now is the belief that they are reluctant to go in and sign name and address and identification as a voter, even in the school board election, because they are concerned that they're going to be discovered as being illegal and they may be deported. So yeah. the intention may have been good by the government in the state of California. I think it was ill-conceived because – it's always been a rule in our country. You've got to be a citizen to vote, and this is another rationale a part of the of the Democratic Party. No, you don't. you just have to be here and The idea that we would give to uh illegal aliens the ability to vote in a general or presidential election right is abhorrent to me. Yeah, when I look at yeah, it and tell say, you. How, yeah. wh- what the hell's going on with our country? Wh- wh- where did we go wrong that we have walked away from so many of the principles that made us, made us, uh, right. one of the greatest nations, if not the greatest nations in the world? And yet we're yeah. walking, we're trying, the Democrats are trying to walk away. And I, I think it's absolutely insane. Uh, and I think that that. That there are a lot of people, regardless of their color, race, or creed, who not only sense, as the as the doctor says, uh, the the fact that their wallets a lot fatter than it was when they were working when they were being paid by the federal government, and their ego is feels better, and their and their their belief in that they're doing something positive is better, but but I can't see them supporting the idea of of no borders, open borders, allow more drugs and more illegals to come in to attack women and children and men in this country. I just, I I hope and pray that uh, enough of us will come to our senses and understand a paycheck is a wonderful thing, but a safe, safe country is even more important. And I, I hope that happens next Tuesday. And, you know, we...
2: And speaking speaking of the whole troops, I mean, we President Trump has sent uh, 5,200 troops. Again, that's 5,200 troops down to secure the border, and uh, you know we're really dealing with a crazy caravan situation right now. I mean, uh, there are reports that these car- some of these caravan people are previous deportees, and also some of them are carrying Molotov cocktails. And guns and uh, different uh, weapons and stuff like that. And there's a lot of these people that are carrying also uh, diseases, what they were reporting. Uh, So there's all these different things that um, are scary. And, you know, it's not about hate. Not at all. It's about vetting. It's about, uh, you know, knowing these people's backgrounds it's about not, I mean, open borders. Can you imagine, I mean, just letting anyone flow in, you know, no matter who they are? I mean, there are so mm-hmm. many innocent lives that have been taken because of this open, you know, border, uh, you know, tactics that Obama has played in the past. I mean, there is, I, I mean, mean, people that have been, people that have been deported 10 times are coming back right. to the USA. This is sick. Right. I mean, what, 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 what. Yeah, exactly. Let me make one
3: let me make one quick point. Yeah. Something that was something that was lost that may turn out to be a very important event in the midterm election. When Donald Trump went before the microphones and said, I'm going to send federal troops, US military yep. to defend the yep. border I believe that there were the millions upon millions of Americans who said privately or quietly, we have a president who's going to stand up for the country. That could very well be a significant motivational fact in the outcome of this election. And And now, I think it's. it's
2: Yeah, as of
1: today, I want to think.
2: This is crazy, and you got to hear this real quick. As of today, the third migrant caravan uh, out, out of – is forming in Central America Uh-oh. and is heading to the U.S. border. So we have another third caravan heading here getting ready. So, I mean, this is all planned. This is all part of uh, the Democratic playbook. This is sick. And that's beautiful because I also
5: want to add that- –
2: Right in the Bible, in Ezekiel
5: 38, 1 through 11, it says that God will be against those who say in their hearts, and let us go into the unwalled cities where the people think they are safe, so that we may pillage them and destroy them. Thus says the Lord, I am against you. So Trump is acting like God would act. God says he's against them. This is the property of what will happen in this day, and it is happening. That's why Isaiah 60, 18 says, "Build me a wall, great and high, that it may be a border unto my land." God said that Matthew five forty eight says, "Be like God," and he put he better and he said, "If anybody goes through my border, this is um, Exodus nineteen twelve. If anybody right. goes through my border, shoot them through." So you send the army down them, and they want to throw a wall. I'm, I agree yep. with Trump. Shoot them right. through, because if you run. Through, yep. Back through Mexico without permission, and they say halt, and you don't stop, they will shoot you through like they'll do in every other country right. in the world. But we're the only right. ones expected to be old punk suckers and just right. let these people just run in our country and pillage us like that. So if Trump well, not leaders,
2: stop, leader leaders of black him. for Trump, it's Michael, I'm stop. glad you brought that up because. You know you're absolutely right. If you cross a border in any other country, they'll usually just shoot your ass. They don't care. I mean, they'll just they'll just fire away. I mean that's you know it's it, you know they do a lot do things a lot differently in those other countries. But we're supposed to be the nice ones. But Michael, just hold on for one second. Um, I, I do want to um, introduce our next guest um, real quick, and then Dr. Bustler, I do have a question for you. But um, popular talk show host entrepreneur, political activist, and freedom fighter, Will Johnson. How are you, man?
6: Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on.
2: Will Johnson, it is a pleasure to have you here. Um, You were just at the White House with President Trump uh, this past Mm -hmm. weekend uh, for the African American, um, what what was it, Conservative Convention? It was the
6: YBLS. It was a young yeah, not, uh, young black leadership summit.
2: Excellent, and, and I know, and I was you, watching it on Fox News, and I was watching a lot of different live streams, and you you were there with Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens, and, and you were you know, uh, you I mean there were so many that showed up, and you know the way you guys put that event together, I mean that was. That was pretty amazing stuff, man. Tell us about that, though, meeting the president, being there. And, and Will, um, you know, you're all over. You're, you're a YouTube star. You're all over the place. You've been doing this political activism and all this work for a long time, and uh, you deserve it, man, because you've been there since day one fighting for the black community, fighting for patriotism, fighting for all of our American values and the Constitution and the rule of law and um, I, I just I just salute you, man. thank you, but uh, yeah, tell us about this, man.
6: Well, I can tell you this much when, when we when we went to the White House, there was at least four hundred black conservatives supporting Donald J. Trump, and the mainstream media was nowhere to be found i 'm talking about the liberal mainstream media would not right. talk about it. they didn't want the rest of the country to know about it. They they refuse to let people know that black people support the president. And you know what? We're not supporting the president because he's white. We're not supporting him because he's rich. We're supporting him because he's doing the right thing for this country, right. for this nation. And that's the main reason to support him. You know, the the left, they want you to, they want to demonize the man. First, they had him be, they said women hated him. You remember the whole sex tape, him grabbing yeah. it. Then they had Grabbed um, by the pussy, yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then they had they had women hating him And then they tried to have black people hating him And then they tried to have Muslims hating him And now they tried to have uh, Jewish people hating him They tried to have everybody on this planet hating the president And he's not done anything wrong as president He's doing everything expected Now, is he a perfect man? Absolutely not there's not a single man on this planet that's perfect. But you know what? No. He's doing the best thing, and he's doing the right thing for this country. And m- majority of it's the good. people that are not naive to what's going on, yeah. they see what he's doing, and they agree with it. That's the very reason yeah. why. I mean, but, well, we can't even – you know what? Had we known that Donald Trump, our president, would, be, would have been doing so much for this nation, he would have gotten more votes in 2016, hands down. And the Democrats, they're so upset, they're so angry with him right now because he's doing so many positive things. That's why they have to do everything they can for this blue wave. And this blue wave that's coming up to the southern border of the United States is the blue wave that they've been talking about. It's crazy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, And, you know, here's the thing. The blue wave. Is totally a fantasy land, you know, uh, it's not even real. I mean, there's no way. Which, you know, there's going to be a giant red tsunami. And, and I'll tell you why. It's because the Democrats have no logical or rational message. They've lost all their moderates. They've gone communism. They've gone socialism. People would rather vote for Donald Trump, even though they don't agree with him on everything, than vote for communism. I can tell you that right now. And, you know, there's going to be, um, you know, the agenda and the way the economy looks right now and the way things are going and and how President Trump's approval rating, by the way, Will, we were talking about this earlier, just hit 40%, 4-0, 40% the other day. That's unbelievable. And we all know that that is more than double of uh, screwing the Democrats, because the Democrats need at least 85% of the black vote nationally to prevail, to win. And and Trump has taken so much uh, from that. He's taken way more than that away from them. He's taken double of that away from them. So they don't have a prayer. I mean, they, you know, once they lose, once they lose past, like 20% of the black vote, or 15% of the black vote, Democrats—they're screwed. Now Trump has 40%. That's that's
1: double. And and actually, actually, I think Roy, that's because of these guys. I, I truly it believe it's House, more than 40%. It's because
2: of them showing up to the White House like this,
5: with 400 black people, that we went up to another 40. I mean, to 40%. With Candace on, and what this, this brother is doing is absolutely fantastic because they see some black people in there that are young. In there screaming and hollering and loving Trump, that took it right on up to 40%. So now they're doomed with the black vote. But you Remember, they still have to see them with Trump. That's why they didn't show those
2: black people with Trump. Right. See what I'm telling right. you? It's
5: all about showing. Yeah,
2: them. yeah le- and leaders of blacks for Trump, man. You're doing a hell of a job, too. You're on TV every second. You've been with Trump since day one. God bless your soul, man. Uh, but, Will, going back but, to you, but, but uh, you like this guy here. Will, yes. his brothers
5: like him That they're making it really happen Because I'm actually nobody I'm just this guy that knows Good and well that this is what we're supposed to have As president, but for him to have the Nerve to bring 400 black people To yes. Washington D.C. In the White House with the president Is like so laudable That it's unbelievable, so I'm proud of y'all I cried when I saw y'all Even you know they only show the top of your head These people are so damn wicked They <laughs> won't even show the crap and I, I despise them for that. You understand? Yep. So I'm proud of you. Yeah, they
6: yeah, them. go
5: get go do
6: some more. Yeah, you're right. They won't show it. But you know what? When we went into the White House, they yeah. treated us with the utmost respect. They had food for us. They had a live band for us. I mean, we were we were enjoying ourselves. It was unbelievable. But you know who? Guess who showed up? Roland. Yeah. Was it Roland Martin from MSNBC? He showed up. Whoa. He showed up to do. He showed up to do damage control to try to convince these black people not to leave the <laughs> Democrat plantation.
1: He was doing. All, he,
6: he was doing his best to do it. And when I saw him, I asked him. I said, "Were you just passing through, or are you here to do damage control?" He
2: got triggered at me and got upset and told me to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> jesus but will you were you were making an interesting point a second ago you believe the black vote uh the black support for trump is higher than 40 percent. please elaborate because you're out okay. there every day i mean you're on InfoWars, you're on fox news you're on all these bride bar, you're on so many different channels doing all this different activism what are your thoughts you know what, when they came out with the polls for
6: uh, between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, I don't know if you remember, but a lot of the some of the polls were saying Hillary Clinton was going to win by 98%. I truly believe that these polls that they're putting out, they're skewing them, but they're skewing them downwards because they don't want people to know that he actually has some more more support than they're leading than than we believe. Just think about it. Never in the history of this country have more black people been working. Latinos, uh, even women, and Asians. The the economy is doing so much better.
1: People see yes. it.
6: People recognize it. People are having more money in their pockets not here in the state of California because the Democrats yes. in in the California, they want to take the money out of their pocket as soon as the government try to help you, the federal yes. government, that is.
1: So, And, and look, people,
6: at, look at the new, look
2: at the new report out Look at the new report out today. The U.S. is now the world's top oil producer. That's unbelievable. This, I mean, we're breaking records every single day. All we're doing is winning, 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 winning. It doesn't yes, suck. Yes. And you know, you know what else is good? And you know what else I'm really happy about? And, Will, you've been fighting the border constantly. You've been down there fighting illegal immigration. Trump had made an announcement. Saying that he plans to end The anchor baby situation Where if a parent comes here and has a kid That does not give them the right to stay here Yeah
6: and then the Democrats Are trying to say it's not constitutional He's go, He can't do it based on the constitution If someone's born here But you know what he The, the Constitution has been skewed by Democrats to make that happen Because the, the Democrats know how to play the system They play the system to bring people in so they can control them and get the vote Stay in power, keep the power That's the only thing the Democrats know how to do And that's the only thing they want to yep. do But so many people, all of you on this on here right now People that are listening right now They completely see what is happening here and they are
2: fed up with the Democrats, and they're saying no more. We've had it. We're done.
1: Yeah. Roy. Right. Oh,
2: yeah. And, and, and you have, and I want people to speak on this, and I know people want to speak on this, but we even have, as sick as this is, we have colleges now offering courses on how to unlearn whiteness, how to unlearn being white, because people are too fucking white. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine if there was a course called How to Be Unblack? I mean, can you imagine if it was reversed and how and the, the outpouring and the crying from the liberal media? I mean, this is insane. We, we're living in a time that I never thought was even possible. This is this is driving me crazy. I, I, I
6: yeah, absolutely. And you place. know what? The left, the left right now is pushing this whole agenda, and I'm pretty sure you've all seen it that they're saying the biggest problem in this nation is the white man, the white Republican. Don Lemon.
1: Don Lemon. The white man the enemy. Remember Don Lemon the other night.
6: And, yes, and the main reason why they're doing that is because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is doing more for black people than Obama did. And, of course, because he's a white man, he's doing that, he's a threat. Right. What's this? And here's
2: the thing, and I've always said this, Will, and I'm glad you said the white man, because here's the problem, and I'm sure everybody's going to agree with what I'm about to say, is there is so many bitter people that in the black community and in the white community that are ignorant that can't accept that the, the white billionaire is have, making all this success for America. They're bitter. They're angry. You know, they're upset that they're, you know, uh, the worst president in history that was black and they played identity politics. Uh you know that they wanted it to be him, and they're mad that Trump is doing everything that he couldn't
6: exactly <laughs> well, you know well, they want well, they want well, Trump well. to only pay attention to the one percent they want Trump to only pay attention to these filthy rich billionaires. That's what they want Trump to pay attention to, but because he's not doing that, it's a problem for them they can't stand it he's helping out the small man the little man he takes the time out to talk to people that most presidents wouldn't talk to and they can't they don't understand it that's the very reason why his twitter is the way it is
2: right now because they can't control the message right hey real quick real quick i want to get everybody's comments but i want to play a 10 second clip of what hillary said about black people and you want to hear the most racist thing. If a Republican said this, they'd be okay. out of a, of a job in about a, a two seconds.
3: What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him and you feel free? Oh, I, I adore no, him. What do you think about him saying kick them in the shins, essentially, start to get to that kind of political? Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric, oh, Eric Carole Holder, yeah. Right. sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they that don't. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done.
2: Black people all look alike. She also yeah. said, that. you, you know believe what? that? Black Can you believe that? Play. Can you believe that comment?" And this you woman wants predators. to run for president.
6: Exactly, and just like, and yeah, and she
2: also
1: said, "And um, you lived,
2: will, Black will, real quick, predators. tell the audience, will, you lived in Arkansas? Tell the audience what the Clintons used to do. They sold blood from the prison. There's so many things you know behind their corruption. You lived, you know, around this." You grew up, didn't you grow up there? I had I have
6: yes, I had relatives that she actually, you know, that the Clintons pushed through to uh in prison so they can um make money from it. So let I me mean, really quick, and I'll say it really quick. When I was living in Arkansas, there was an electrician that came up from the border of Texas and Arkansas, and he said they were building prisons as far as the eye could see. And he said, for the life of me, I don't know why they're building so many prisons. He said it's like it's biblical, like something's getting ready to happen. And you know, these prisons will hold thousands of people in each one. Come to find out right after that, there was running an advertisement on the radio that you can buy stocks into the prison system, and then they, but these prisons were empty. The only way these prison systems make money is by having products, by having people in them. So once they've got all these people in there, black people specifically, they start draining them for the blood. Then they started selling the blood to different countries. The Clintons became filthy rich from selling blood. And people don't even know it.
2: Tell the truth, brother. It's
6: insane. I love
2: it. it's insane. Dan, Dan, Dr. Bustler, what, what are your thoughts? And I'm going to go to Dan. On everything we talked, about, I know you've been listening, Doctor Busser.
4: yeah, I was going to say there's a there's a whole lot of stuff here. Um, it's uh, uh, encouraging to see the the black community really coming uh, to Trump's support. Um, the other day, uh, Trump had uh, some young black leaders uh, at at the White House. I thought that was
1: a, yeah. a marvelous
4: thing. They they looked to be very enthusiastic and uh, support President Trump. Um, And in spite of the uh, mainstream media constantly painting Trump as a racist, um, I think the minority community is seeing that he's uh, uh, given them more opportunity, and it's uh, uh, very heartening to see that they've uh, increased their support to him substantially.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It it, it truly is. And, you know, um, I mean, we just see everything backfiring on the left. I mean, now – Stormy Daniels lost her defamation lawsuit was dismissed. And now president Trump is getting his money back and she's going to have to go back on screen for some gang and anal scenes to get more money. I mean, you know, this is, this is just, this is a great time. This is a great time. I mean, the liberals are losing in every single way. Michael Avenatti is about to be uh, possibly prosecuted. Chuck uh, wants to investigate him and yep.
1: uh, some yep. of his
2: uh, lying witnesses with the whole Kavanaugh thing, um, and, and speaking of, speaking about the whole Kavanaugh thing, <laughs> I want to announce this real quick. The accuser Christine B- Blasey Ford is now raking in like millions of dollars, uh, getting offers mm. for book deals. I mean, this is just yeah. sick. Uh, it's it's amazing how a woman can go and lie on a uh, on a stand in a courtroom, and then get book deals and all of this attention. It's sick. It's a, and, you know, Kavanaugh got – he raised $600,000 through a GoFundMe, and he donated it all to Catholic programs. That's the kind of guy yeah. he is. That's the kind of get-down-to-earth. And we all know Kavanaugh has done charity work for so long. So, I mean, it's just two different kind of people. It just, it just defines a Democrat and a Republican and the values. Uh, that go into, uh, you know, the, their soul, you know, their souls. I mean, it, it truly does. But, uh, Dan, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I want to ask our latest guest who was at the White House a specific question about the yeah. group of people that were there. What I yeah. want to know is uh, I have two questions. How many were at the conference and how does it get leveraged back into the black community, what they experienced? Very good question. There was there was actually it. 400
6: There was <laughs> There was actually 400 plus black black people. And I want I don't want to say conservatives because a lot of them were not conservatives. Actually, I heard a wonderful story out of out of this out of this past weekend. There was a young black right. man. Right. That went there and he hated Trump. Hated Trump. Could not stand Trump. But his parents, his mother, actually convinced him, just go, see for yourself. So he decided to go. He came to the White House. He saw how they were treating us at the White House. And then, they, and then Trump came out, and then Trump was interacting with us, and he saw firsthand how President Trump was treating us. And then after that, when you had Al Sharpton allude to that we got paid to be there, now, he knew that his mother paid for it, and his mother said she doesn't have a lot of money, but she paid for it so he could have this opportunity. His eyes yeah. were immediately open because they said, Mom, we, they didn't right. pay us to come here. They are lying. Yeah. And so right. right then, that put the nail in the coffin for him. And he said, you know what? I, I, I'm not believing anything they're saying any longer. So many realized that. And on top of that, they were being told before they left, they said they're going to tell you because you're black, you can't be conservative. You have to be a, a Democrat, as if you can't think for yourself. And a lot of them were just looking at it, and sure enough, that's a, um, that happened to multiple of these young black conservatives now because they realized everything we were telling yeah. them was true. And then they started experiencing it. Yeah. Then they had friends that were telling them, how dare you go yeah. there? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't anybody take the opportunity to go to the White House
3: regardless? Right. So yeah. answer, answer the yeah. second part of the question. The second part of the question is, how does those 400 people go out into the black community and leverage what they learn to a positive effect? Well, that's just it. When they
6: they leave and they go back to their black communities and they tell everyone about their experience. Now, the... Black people in these black community, a lot of them have been so so brainwashed for so long. They hear the, all the negative stuff, and that's what they want to believe. But you know what? It's gonna it's gonna start in a small amount, and then people yeah. will start. Okay, let me just at least look at it, pay attention. That's that's as much as it's gonna go. Just to be honest with you, but more yeah. people, there's more black people out there than lead, that's letting on that for their support for Trump, especially because of the retaliation. And a lot of these young people, young black uh, people that went out there to, to the white house, they're get they're receiving the backlash, but a lot of them are standing up and saying, you know what? I don't care because I know the
2: truth. Hey, Will, we, ha- have, right Will, we have, we, Lori, Will, we have, we have about three, say- we have about three minutes left, but I do need to ask you a very important question, Will. And then I'll, and then I'll let you ask something real quick, uh, Michael, but, you were at Politicon uh, last week or a few weeks ago, and you were assaulted by a bunch of liberals uh, at Politicon, which is a very popular event. It was held in Los Angeles. We know Los Angeles is very liberal, very, you know, California. I mean, it, it's just the way it is uh, over there with their evil ideology. But explain the situation. You know, there was a lot going on there, obviously. I watched a lot of the videos. Well, you
6: know, the, the main thing about Politicon is that they kicked us out
2: for nothing.
6: A lot of people, they, I thought Politicon was supposed to be a, loca- a location, a place that we could go have. Michael Amanetti was there, and because yep. I asked him a question. I saw, I saw uh, how the interview with you. How does it feel him? to be a mob boss? Yeah, I asked him how does it feel to be a mob boss. Well, the lady that was working for it, I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure that she was part of MSNBC. They got upset with me. Because, first of all, when I walked up to the MSNBC exhibit, they had this big cup. And I said, wow, look, they got a big cup of tears. And they tried to say that I was cutting in line. I'm like, okay, where's the line? Can I get in line? And they, they just didn't like the fact that I was talking about their liberal cup of tears. And then I was talking to Michael Amanutti and asking him, and you know, and then Ben Burkhan was with me, giving him the, uh, the Red Tsunami Award for helping – For doing what Republicans cannot do By shedding light on the Democrats You know all the craziness Well, As a any result they pushed us out of the hallway and they kicked us out The gentleman pushed Me I fell down And the whole but, but, but the whole Thing is I wanted to expose How hateful they are How is it you're going to have a political Event and don't allow people to have Political discussion Does it make sense to anybody
1: Right. No,
2: no, you're absolutely right. And the fact that you were, you know, it, it seemed more to me like when I watched the video and when I was really looking at it thoroughly, because you guys were Trump supporters. Bottom line, I mean, I mean, that's that's what it
0: comes. Well, you down, know what?
6: Yeah. You'd be surprised. There was more people in there wearing Trump hats than than anything,
0: and it was really,
6: really weird. It was a yeah. It was extremely low turnout, and most of the people that were there were Trump supporters
2: surprisingly uh, very nice very nice well i'm glad the the movement is spreading um will johnson man uh, it's always a pleasure having you on i'm going to get you back on next week and we do have a lo- we have do do some things uh, to talk about um i also have a brand new media network that uh <laughs> uh is is doing really and doing good and we, you and i will discuss that but if you have anything to promote go ahead man well, this
6: weekend I have a rally in uh, Modesto, Med- California, and it's just a Red yes. Tsunami rally is what we're calling it, a last uh, get together for conservatives just to come out to show their support, show their, show their support, yes. and and, their, and show their patriotism for this country and for this nation. Perfect. Sounds good. And your website where people can find everything. UniteAmericaFirst.com dot com, and if you can't find me there, you can go to vote
2: dem vote them dot org. I love it. I love it. Will Johnson, you are the man. Always a pleasure having you on the on the show. And uh, like I said, I'll uh, have you back next week, man. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Take care, everybody. All right, man. Cheer. God God bless. Will Johnson. God bless. Everybody. uh Dr. Bustler, go ahead. Uh, Just promote yourself real quick uh, where people can find
4: you. Okay, you can find find all my columns um, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash funding democracy. Facebook.com forward slash funding democracy. See all my columns there.
2: Perfect. And we will, you know, uh, it's going to be a big night on Tuesday. Uh, We will be broadcasting On Tuesday uh, for the, the big midterm, so this is this is going to be a a huge a huge night, I'll tell you. Um, but uh, D- Dan, uh, go ahead, Doctor Butler, Thank you for coming on. We'll have you back on All next right. week. We'll see usual.
4: you next week. All right, All take
2: right, care. God bless. Uh, Dan Perkins. Everything uh, you Dan need. Dan Perkins. Absolutely. Everything everything Absolutely. And Dan, uh, we'll have you back on next week as usual. Great friend of the show. Uh, God bless you, sir. Have a great night.
3: Thank you. Same to you, Roy. Take care.
2: All righty. Um, I want to thank all of my co-hosts. I want to thank my amazing guests. I want to thank my sponsors. I want to thank my audience. We are now downloadable in 18 countries, and we're on 30 or 40 different Podcast and radio platforms online that you can find us on. Uh, you can visit me on my social media pages: Rory Soder, Facebook, Rory Sodder Twitter, uh, Instagram, all of that good stuff. Uh, visit RorySoder.tv. Visit GetYourAppBuilt.com again. That's GetYourAppBuilt.com. Visit the Donald J. again. That's the Donald J. Also visit the Gen USA. That's the N E X G E N USA.com.
4: Um, and
2: also we uh, will have a lot to uh, get to um, over the weekend. Uh, we'll have a show, and then Tuesday uh, we'll be broadcasting on uh midterms at night which is going to be huge uh you know this is the most um, one of the most important elections of our lifetime everybody uh so we have a lot to uh look forward to and there is going to be a red tsunami mark my words i've been predicting it for a long time um anyways uh, have a good weekend guys uh we will talk to you all in a few days and uh and i can't wait to uh be with you guys again. Um, have a great night. God bless.
1: Uh, cheers. I'm Rory Soder. Thank you.